You're listening to the Favorite and Flourishing Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Chapel. Thanks so much for tuning in. And today I'm here with my dear friend Marlene. I'm so excited and I just kind of want to take a moment and explain how we got here. So most of you haven't actually heard about before I started my podcast, some of my thought process, and there is an episode coming out on that. But just for a little bit, you know, I was thinking about topics I would even want to talk about. And one of the ones that just stuck out to me was, you know, college advice, being a Christian. It's a very hard environment to be in as a Christian, I feel like. And the first person that stuck out to me was Marlene because she actually lives on campus where I don't. And I know you just like have a well of wisdom there and I feel like you've done it really well. So um, Marlene, why don't you take a moment and just like introduce yourself and share kind of what you're going to school for, and just a little background. Yes, well, I just want to say, you know, I'm very humbled to be here today with you, Kate, and thank you again so much for allowing me to be on Favorite and Flourishing. Mm -hmm. It's great what what God is doing through this, through this ministry, and so my name is Marley Michelle, and I grew up in uh, Homestead, Florida. Um, Parents are from Haiti, and so they met in Florida, and uh, seven years old, moved to Louisville, Kentucky, and so through going to youth meetings and uh, seeing each other at meetings, me and Kate have definitely developed a sisterhood. And, and so, you know, with now being in this uh, chapter of being at school, uh, it's definitely been very eye-opening of uh, really taking what you've learned at the church, you know, at Sunday school. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like a young married couple told me, going on the battlefield. And uh, so now currently going into the third year of college and uh, yeah, God is just so faithful in that. And um, so... Uh, even with deciding my major, I, I was like, God, you know, really lead me on what you want me to do, what you want me to pursue. Um, there were like, there was child and family studies, mm-hmm. there was communication. Yeah, I remember was... having conversations with yeah. you and you were yeah. very prayerful through it all, I feel. Yes, yes. And, and and God was just, I mean, even with that, I was like, you know, God, I want to really hear your voice. And, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't, if you're if you're behind me on it, you know, that that's where your favor is going to be. That's where the doors are going to open and, and, and you're going to close the doors that need to be closed. And yeah. so um, even during this time, I've gotten to really hear God's voice in that. And I was just one day looking up pediatrician and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, like not stores, but like pediatrician places. And one of the places that popped up, I called different ones and um and then uh i from there I, we were driving and we've been driving back and forth on this same road for the past five months um where we live in louisville and uh literally one of the places that i saw on the top list when i was like googling pedia- pediatric places and it was there and I, as soon as i saw it my mom's um phone did like this light bulb dinging sound i was like okay and i, I thought god's here <laughs> so currently going for chemistry and okay. um yeah i could uh, you know pursue like the medical field the beauty and the brains yeah so it, it's definitely been a great adventure of like mm-hmm. hearing god's voice in that and um i took like a dancing through space and time class in the spring semester uh this this year and i really liked it, it and it was like a fun yeah yeah so i was like let's minor in dance too so hey. i like <laughs> so i'll be the dancing doctor you've been holding out on me <laughs> <laughs> I need to see some of this. <laughs> Got some ballet, some bar, little pizzazz jazz. You know, I do this um, refit that's like a dance based workout. It's like a oh. Christian model. I don't know if you've heard yeah. of it, but okay. you'd probably yes. enjoy it. It's yes. so fun. Yeah, so it's like Christian music, but you're dead, you're yeah. burning calories. Yes. yes. It's, so I know you kind of talked about um, just really being prayerful as you were choosing your major and yes. stuff. And how do you really feel like the Lord? like directed you through a process even just picking your college to like what how what ways 
stood yeah. out that the Lord was really just directing you and showing you like what he wanted. Exactly. So yeah, Caitlin, thank you for asking that. So literally growing up, you know, I have a twin brother and we're very close and college was like one of these times where we would be literally, you know, choosing our own ways. Yeah. And, 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 and I, I saw that God was like using my brother even because I was like, wow, I'm going to be, you know, being separate from him. And I remember in choosing um, Berea College, I, I remember when I finally said it out loud that I was going to go to Berea College, my brother said, mm-hmm. I knew you were going to go to that school. And really? that to me was confirmation because wow. we the whole time we were trying to choose our colleges we kept trying to persuade the other one to come to our school <laughs> so we would go to the school that he's at which is yeah. Campbellsville and and we would be in the dining hall but I could just see his eyes light up and he was just saying he, he could just, see him yeah yeah he could see himself there and and so I was like okay God you're using that way my admissions counselor was also a boy girl twin and oh wow and and even our admissions counselors we get them based on where we're living and so okay. she was under the presiding place of Louisville and other you know surrounding places in Kentucky and so when she was a boy girl I was like whoa so am I and um, and then even before like being a senior in high school my sophomore year at high school I was at the library librarian checking out books and out of nowhere she looked up and she said Marlene you should apply to go to Berea College. And and, and, I, and the bell was about to ring, and she was like, just look it up, you know. And, wow. And, and, and I, after biology class, I'm, I don't even know how to spell the college name. Okay? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I was like, it's not like I was speaking with, like, a Dracula. So I'm like, Berea. Like, <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> and so I spell it on there, and the first thing I see is um, a student, and, and her quote says, you know, with the No Tuition Promise Scholarship, I was able to receive, you know, like through this, you know, um, the school understood my family's finances, and, and I was just like, you know, this really speaks to the heart of kind of my journey with my family in mm-hmm. Kentucky, and, you know, living with other family members, and then living in a shelter, like, you know, these, these, um, these pickpocketed points in my life where I was seeing how God used, you know, finances to speak to my heart. And so I was like, that would be really cool to use the story of what he's given me, you know, for his glory by going to a college that its whole mission is to, um, it it basically says giving, you know, um, this, this scholarship to students with great promise. And so, Mm -hmm. um, and then seeing my mom too, I mean, our car, when she would drive me to the school, it would be shaking. (laughs) We would have to put the, like the, the triangle emergency, the hazard lights. So that the big trucks and the fast drivers, you know, didn't like run us over. Yeah, because you guys in Kentucky drive so different than people in Ohio. Let me tell you, the minute you cross that state line, it's like get ready, right? Like on the road again. Like you, you, like, you better be knowing that they're just flying. Right. We really put on the car soundtrack. Life is a highway. Like they really want to get they were their way. So we and and also I would say this. There was a part um, with fast, but you had to have your you know. Um, you got to be a verified. They choose yeah. different students they're going to verify. It just so happened my first time filling out the FAFSA, they chose me and my brother oh, to wow. get. And uh, that process was interesting because the other schools that I was looking at, it just kept feeling like I was hitting this door. I was right. hitting this door. I mean, deadlines were coming closer to mm-hmm. actually August, you know, to be in school. And I was like, whoa, like everything's solidified except for this like verification process. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure if I'll be getting that scholarship from that right. university because of the of the situation so Absolutely. there was Bellarmine there was L, and and I just I was like will I get this um you know this amount of money and this scholarship with how it looks and with Berea I went to an interview for the Bonner Scholars Program which is focused on service and I mm-hmm. feel like it's a two-for-one deal it's your labor position and you get to do community service well after the interview 
the directors, one of the directors for financial aid came and spoke with me. And I remember us being in this like little table because it was a setup that's for children. And we were sitting there because, yeah, the, the, it, like because the center that I was in it, is focused on like community yeah. service for children. Like, yeah, okay. And so we were in the tutoring room. And I remember because they said, Marlene, your interview's over, but uh, there's someone from financial aid that wants to speak with you. And wow. so she came and she literally sat next to me and uh, and we filled out this verification. And it was it just felt so peaceful it just flowed and so and I, I think, think that's key right there yes. is like following your feelings because yeah. I had actually I'm just going to interject a little bit of an experience because yes. I got my associate's degree and then I was looking to go back for my bachelor's and I was actually looking at Miami University which is down in the Cincinnati area yes and I'm from the, like Akron <laughs> I always area. thought it was in Florida for some because there, there is a Miami yeah, in Florida, Florida. Yeah. There, yeah there's two uh-huh. and so um I really fell in love with this campus and me and my mom went on a tour and the tour seemed to be going wonderful until we got lost. We were late for my, like, program advisory meeting, and the lady was really rude about it. Woo! And then That's and then we, yeah. uh, we were on our way back, and my mom, her, like, she just can't do, like, long distances, and her feet were really killing her. Yes. And so me, I'm thinking, Mom, I'll go get the car and bring it around to you. Like, great daughter moment, right? right. Like, I'm being proud of myself. I'm like, right. yeah, Caitlin. I'm loving my mom. I lose the parking ticket. Ooh. Oh, oh my! No. And thankfully, yes. they did not charge us the max fee like they could have. But I got exactly. in the car and I was like, "Well, if that was ever God slamming a door, that's <laughs> it." Like <laughs> he clearly <laughs> slammed the door loud and cloud, <laughs> loud and cloud, loud <laughs> and clear on that one. And so, like, I do think exactly. like you got to follow your feelings. And like you were saying, when the doors yes. aren't opening, you can't push through that. Well, if yes. you do, you will probably regret it. Yes, exactly. Because then you're gonna have to try to keep it open and walk in it at the same time. Yeah. And can you imagine trying to somebody pushing a door and you're yeah. trying to still? That's hurt. Like when you have your hands full and you're trying to open the door and get through without the door shutting on you. Right. It hurts. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be doing that game of God. No, right. Exactly. Because this hand's pretty strong. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay, so I do want to ask, because I, I never lived on campus, what is, yes. like, your favorite part about living on campus? Yeah, so, oh my god, so I love, my favorite thing about living on campus is, like, this idea of, like, being, like, very flexible and, like, getting, you get to do so much in one day, and, because yeah. in high school, me and my brother were very involved, but what we would do because we were involved is we would just stay after school for hours on end so we could okay. be a part of extracurriculars and um we were in the band so we would do pet band and so if school ended at two usually we'd be getting home at 8 p.m or yeah wow. yeah our mom would just come and oh get us gosh. after 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 work i've never heard of like school activities lasting so, so late yes yeah, so we wow would, and our janitors they've come used to us staying in miss pierce's room she had the same birthday as us february 17th and so we were just used to staying there so they'd just be like mopping around us we would lift up our feet oh wow every time i was be like do you want me to like you know walk out so i could and they'll be like no no no. we know you're getting your work done and for me it gave me that mindset of yeah. i'm still in school so get my work so done. it's almost like god kind of prepared you even for yes. that setting of being on campus exactly how that would be exactly and so for me i was like okay now i gotta transfer this you know and and my band director would always say something mr irvin shout out to sir he would say you know the way you do one thing is the way you do everything and so being in college i was like really like that and and it really hit me i was like so the way i make sure there's no dishes in the sink in my hall you know and it Mm -hmm. and and, or the way that i make sure my room is neat you know that's gonna transfer into how focused am i when i'm writing that paper you know and um wow that's like a really powerful quote (laughs) yes the way you do one thing is the way you do everything the way you do one thing is the way you do everything and i was it, it, it really starts to 
convict you because you're yeah. like, whoo, I didn't really fix my bed this morning. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. I, like, will I be able to be focused in class? And so you start right. to just be very um, disciplined. Like, yeah. I know the military, they talk about making sure your bed is fixed and neat. Mm-hmm. And so being on campus, I just remember saying, because my mom would always grow up telling us, like, you know, make sure the way you're acting in front of me is the way you're acting behind my back. Yeah. And so it, to me, it, it stood out to me on just that same character of integrity that was, was taught in our church, at home, um, in community, like carrying that into school. And so knowing that, yes, school has a certain culture and, and people would always say the Berea bubble. But the thing is, if you're strong in your stance, that bubble is popped because you learn that God is, you know, working in you. And so right. being on college, I really love getting to meet so many new people. Yes, the college had like 1600 students right total Mm -hmm. but I felt like every day you were hearing a new story you're you were you were meeting a new face yeah uh, and knowing that all these students you know coming from different countries we have international students we have students from different parts of Kentucky I've met like you hear about them but now you see people from these places and so I really enjoyed getting to yeah that is so cool yes yeah and then, so, what's the hardest part of living on campus? Yes, so, hardest part, like, so, uh, my school, Berea College, is a work college, and so, uh, everyone has a job. You have minimum 10 okay. hours, 10 hours a week, and so, that's the level of discipline, yeah. and so, for me, it was this new idea of, okay, balance. I remember the first year, I was like, it's good to have your plan set, but it's good to let God modify them, Absolutely. because I would be like, crunching my time like this time this time I'm gonna do this like these these you know constricting things and um it just it was making it almost like I was feeling more robotic in that but I learned like (laughs) instead of time management it was task management because everyone everyone is given 24 hours and how am I using the 24 hours to complete Mm -hmm. certain tasks you know absolutely and and so for me it was like you make times for things that matter to you that you care about yeah and so hardest part was just adjusting to um putting in time uh for academics for work like really giving giving Marlene like putting all of all of like you know working as unto God so that it would all work out yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely yes um I think like something stuck out with me when you said task management yes I like recently I don't know if you've heard of this but Mm -hmm. it's called like the top six rule and so each basically the night before the next day or in the morning you in order priority list six things you want to do in that day yes and you just work down the list and then anything that doesn't get done in the day it goes to the top of tomorrow's list which really helps me because one it gives me permission to like not get everything done yes if something comes up because sometimes life happens that is so true that is so true life happens you know that call comes there's a Mm -hmm. you're spending more time at work than you thought you would be or a task takes longer than i thought and then it's not like i'm trying to pencil it in like oh this is going to take a half hour but then if it doesn't it's messed up all of my plans yes it's just go one after another and that has really like been a game changer for me and i think it goes right with what you were saying you know like not time management task management Yes, because, you know, time is time is consistent. And I feel like God was saying, but Marlene, are you consistent? (laughs) (laughs) And I like what you said, like, giving yourself that wiggle room because it gives you peace knowing that I'm still going to get this done. You know, even not, I know that it's still going to be okay. Mm -hmm. There's no hard deadline because I'm thinking of this, you know, before it's even due. You know, I'm preparing myself for when the due date comes. All I have to do is just skin through and be like, yeah, that paper is ready to be turned in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So... That kind of, I think, probably could piggyback on this question. What is one thing you did in the beginning that you would do differently now? Yes. Okay. Like, to all the freshmen (laughs) listening, starting college, coming out of freshman year, what is one thing that you would just do differently now as going into your third year and having some wisdom behind you? Yes. So, definitely freshmen. Okay. Um, Professor Baskin's got to give him credit. So, 
freshman year. Uh, first semester was really nice, you know, everything went really smoothly. I was taking a writing class that focused on law and high school we did teen course, so it was really good. Second semester, you know, it's the second level of English course. Can I just say for a minute, mm -hmm. I always feel like I start off the year strong, yeah. get straight A's, <laughs> like fall semester is rocking and then I get to the spring like, semester and I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> B's are fine. We're all good. And it's like that decline. Yes. So I can totally relate with you as you're saying, like that second semester. semester. Woo! Yes. Yeah, so I mean, I agree with that. So, and, and that literally was my prayer for even this spring semester. Like, Lord, let me, the momentum, because yeah, that's so true. Fall semester is really, you know, strong. Mm -hmm. But definitely, I would say to all freshmen, um, start, you know, start your English papers early on. Budget it out. Like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, for, for all freshmen, you know, begin papers um, in chunks. Like, don't wait mm -hmm. till the last minute. Plan like, more time than you think you need. Yes, exactly. Because you'll need more time than you <laughs> you'll think. You'll need more time. Yeah, because trying to do a paper at 10 p.m. and knowing mm -hmm. it's due at 8 in the morning the following day and then just doing it's it all night. It's not at all. It's no. not. You're going in and out of sleep. You're, yeah. You know, you're. And so for me, it was like, um, and my teacher even put on one of my papers. He said, Marlene, like, you know, maybe the skills you did in high school worked there. But he's wow. like, he was just saying, you're going to have to really put more step effort, it up. Step it up. Yeah. And I just remember, um, you know, when we got our final papers, the my, I, I really, I just said, God, wh whatever the grade is, help me let your glory be shown mm -hmm. and, and let me uh, do better. Let me do better in you. Yeah. And the final grade was like an F. And oh. I remember. I remember, I remember saying, I started laughing, and I remember everyone else who started asking, like, Marlene, what did you get? And I just told them, they're like, you seem, like, still joyful. I was like, because what's going to happen? I said, we're going to just, I'm going to just, look. We're going to learn from we're it. We're going to learn from yeah. it. And so that summer, I was able to retake it with the same teacher, and literally it went from F to A. And I was like, such a good attitude. Yes, yes. So, absolutely. Yeah, Sometimes you. you just got to try again. And yes. know that, like, college is a challenge. And yes. Like your teacher said, just because something's worked for me in the past, you might have to go through the learning curve of what works for you in college. And I just think yes. of the scripture, do all things unto the glory of God. Yes. And, you know, like when I was in my early years of college, I procrastinated and that was not doing it to the glory of God. And the yeah. truth of the matter is if he's given me intelligence, if he's given me any talent in school and I'm not giving all of that into my schoolwork, yes. then I'm not honoring him for the gifts he's given me. Because some yes. people truly aren't blessed and they may struggle to get a D and they may do their very best. And if you're struggling and that's your very best, then you keep going. Yes. But if I can attain higher because I'm blessed with that level of intelligence and I'm not just because I'm slacking off, that's not okay. You know, yeah. like that's not stewarding what he's given me. Right. Because it's faith and works. Because I would always, because um, I would say stuff like, yeah, um, you know, about to write, you know, Jesus is about to help me. And, and somebody's like, yeah, Jesus will help you, Marlene, but you got to put in the work. Exactly. You got to partner up with the miracle exactly. he wants to do through your life. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. How do you handle um, when you feel like you're getting homesick? Yes, so her homesickness, because it does, it'll happen in these ways where, you know, maybe it just, everything starts to slow down and you're like, wow, I really would love to, you know, get that that meal from the mom or, you mm -hmm. know, see my brother. And um, and so what, for me, what's helped with that is like um, on a daily, really in the mornings, like after I spend some time with God, just in the Bible and the word, mm -hmm. um, I'll just call my parents. And sometimes the conversations are like five minutes, a minute, you know, because when you know somebody so much, you can 
can spend those quick 30 seconds, Absolutely. you know, calls. Yeah. And so sometimes I'll be, I'll just talk with them. Um, and there's times too, where I just feel like it's like the Holy spirit that guides it. And, um, I just can remember key moments. Like me and my brother just started talking at like 10 PM and had like a two hour conversation and, you oh. know, crying and being like, you know, God brought us here for a reason That's and, so you know, staying strong yeah. and, and then, or with my mom just talking about what the plan is for the weekend and, or my dad, who's giving me advice about, you know, yeah. what, what, what the, what the future is going to hold. And so mm-hmm. for me, it's been really nice to just stay in constant communication with them and really make that time um, to reach out because, you know, they're a part of my root system. They're a part of, you know, why right. I'm here. And, yeah, absolutely. And so like really keeping them a part of that college journey, even if that means just saying, Hey, I'm about to get some hash browns or Hey, like pray mm-hmm. for me. I'm about to take this exam or how can I pray for you, dad? Like, how are you feeling? You know? Yeah. So absolutely. that's been a big way. And also making, uh, like I like to schedule it out where there's like twice a month on average that I'll go back home. And oh, so yeah. go for the weekend and, and see the church family and, and, and that's been really good. Like planning it out, like yeah. at least once or twice in the weekend that's to go. That's so important because yes. like you said, that's your root. If you have like your good family foundation, yes. you don't want to cut that out of your life because mm. you need them. And it's not yeah. like that idea, like, oh, I want to get away from my parents and go to college. Like, I feel like that's a very worldly idea, yes. but like, think about it, like, in the biblical sense, you know, like God tells us to honor our family. And if he's given you godly parents, like that is a blessing. If you have that foundation, it would be foolish not to tap into it because college is going to be probably where your faith is tried the most. And if you're not connecting in to those people who established that faith in you to begin with, like you're just making it that much harder for yourself. Yes. And I feel like you just have to go to college with your your eye on the prize like you're not there to party you're not there to get into greek society you're not there for that you're there to be a christian you're there to get an education and if you have a little fun on the way thank god but that's not why you're going to college i'm sorry if that's hard to hear but it's not why you go to college you go to college to learn exactly yes and 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 you know something our pastor he says uh you know you uh it's like you're dying without learning so every day you're learning something you're living and so i feel like what you do is when you go to college you're adding to the arsenal of the the armor of God that he's already right. given you and you're adding it to make it more Absolutely. strong so that you understand the knowledge and the wisdom that's found in the world but knowing how does that apply to the word of God like how right. keeping it on that balance because an unjust balance you know is an abomination to the Lord and so right. finding that balance of understanding what you know God has even blessed man with to be able to learn exactly. and the gifts of learning